Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Take It to the House. I'm Caleb. I'm with Thatcher and Zach, and we back for another episode. Man finally makes an episode for once. <laughs> Misses one episode. Except you missed half an episode, so you're Bye. You're halfway there. <laughs> oh, what do you feel like? What do you guys feel like? Uh, do we, Caleb, would you rather get your, your horrible Let's get it out the way. Let's get it out the way. Let's get it out the way. This one was tough. This one was tough. Um, Shout out to Josh Johnson. You know, he did all he could, but which was literally nothing. But, <laughs> you know, he, um, shout out to him, you know. I also, I just got to get this out there. I'm one of the fans who was screaming and, you know, bitching about it last night. But it wouldn't have changed the outcome. People need to let that Devontae Smith catch go. Because oh, yeah. it wouldn't have changed the outcome. You take that off the scoreboard, it's 24 to 7 still. And so, yeah. but but who knows, you know? I was thinking, I'm like, I'm like, okay, if that Devontae Smith catch doesn't happen, right? Then we don't get into the Purdy injury because then that's a different drive and the whole thing, like different things could happen. And so still, you know, Shanahan should have thrown the challenge flag. As soon as he saw him going, hurry up. He should have, he should have thrown it, but it's better. Should, to, it's better to take a risk than to lose. not to be wrong. It's better, right. it's better to be wrong. Like try yeah, to and like, take a risk. And like, and like a great example of this is also yesterday with with Andy Reid throwing a challenge flag on what I thought Kadarius Tony was a touchdown, but it really wasn't. So that's like that is a risk you gotta take with a coach. I mean, I get you guys use all your timeouts in like the first quarter, but like that's a risk you gotta take. Like if you want I mean, you're advantage. one game away from the Super Bowl. Like you I don't know what chances. more risks exactly. like when the time is for more risks. I mean, did Shanahan even use a challenge after that? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So what I mean, you know, I I do think that it was definitely well. Okay, first of all, though, I do want to credit Devonte because that was, even though he may not have kept contact or like kept control while he got to the ground, it was still was, incredible. That was a sick catch. It was incredible. He's that's he's, some that's some OBJ shit right there. Yeah, he's a really good player. Prime OBJ. OBJ couldn't oh, yeah. do that now. Yeah, no. Um, but uh, Philly. I feel like that game was just more of a ground game for Philly. Like they had four rushing touchdowns. Broke a record against the Yellow Jackets, who I didn't even know were a thing until yesterday. But um, four touchdowns, two touchdowns for Miles Sanders, one for Boston Scott, one for Dylan Hurts. Dylan Hurts has 15 touchdowns on the year, which is a new record, I believe, is what I saw. But, um, yeah, I mean, injuries did hurt the 49ers. Purdy getting injured in the first drive, only being four for four. Then Josh yards. Johnson with a concussion. Josh Johnson with a concussion, losing a fumble on the snap. Uh, seven for 13, 74 yards. It was also sacked twice. Are uh, we just not? Are we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about the fact that our defense shot us in the foot with penalties? Yeah, that too. Like defense that's caused, was, all... and that was there so were... surprising to me because they were they've been so locked in all year, and then the one game. Yeah, and they're like really they're like the least they're like the, the least penalized team this year. It's almost like D'Amico tried to like. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, but it's almost like he wanted to get out of San Francisco and become a head coach as fast as he could. Well, cause you know, I mean, that's where he, we'll talk about it later, but I mean, he's going to get a head coaching job. So yeah. by the way, did you guys see that the report came out that like they said that Vic Vangio agreed to terms with the dolphins, but Vic Vangio has not made a decision whether to sign that or not. 
which is then confusing why I agree to terms if you're not ready to sign it. Uh, the yeah. only the only thing that I have heard though is that Fangio, I believe, was on Sean Payton's list of his team that Sean would want to bring in. So I almost wonder if if he is waiting to see if Sean will accept a job somewhere or get a job somewhere and then bring him with him. That's that's my only my only thought on that. I was also thinking because, you know, I was like, you know, obviously being a Niner fan and everything, I'm like, Vic Fangio would make a good replacement for D'Amico Ryans. Yeah, but I think that, I mean, would you rather go coach in Denver or in Miami right now? I mean, not in Denver, in, um, I don't know. I think I'd rather. Would you rather have the weapons on defense of San Francisco? Yeah, or the money in Miami, though. Because you're not going to be able to – the Niners, one thing that we got to talk about is the Niners are not going to be able to keep all their players. Uh-uh. They have ten, the 10th most cap space in the NFL right now, though. Right. Uh, but even I even just, with the increase, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So, bro, the, bro, the, the Bears have $91 million. That was before the increase. Yeah, they're going to have a lot. Um, Should we – Let's get a little bit more into this game, even though Caleb doesn't want to. Um, no, it's, I'm fine, bro. Like, people, <laughs> yeah. it sucks, but it's tough. Like it, bro. I I told I don't know if I told you this, but I told Zach this. I was literally working last night. I cried in my car for 20 minutes, bro. Yeah, I don't blame I'm, you. I'm passionate because let me explain it like this. I mean, yes, the Niners have had success. We have five Super Bowls. We have all this stuff like that. But in my time as a Niner fan. I have seen four championship losses and two Super Bowl losses, and I've never seen my team raise the Lombardi Trophy. Right. Zach's seen it. And then didn't the the Saints do it in your lifetime? They did, didn't they? Technically, they have, but I was still really, really young. So I wasn't as into the Saints back when they actually won it. I was like six. But Mm -hmm. technically, yes. But I, coming from a Saints fan perspective, I understand your pain in the sense that there were so many years where the saints were really, really good. And they were kind of almost like the bills where it's like, they're really, really good. A lot of people said they should be super bowl favorites and they never made it or never did it. They you know, know. They, the, the the thing with the Niners is that we're net, we're like, we're always like, we've been good these last four years. Right. I mean, other than like 2020, but we've been good. We've made it to the three out of the last four NFC championship games. We've only won one of them. And you and, didn't even win the super bowl that year. No. Because you know who the favorite was to win the Super Bowl that year? Kansas City. Yeah, and they won it. And then the favorites to win the Super Bowl when we played the Ravens were the Ravens. Which is so but interesting. Was, but that was a closer game, though. That was like a three-point game, though. Well, and it then, wasn't at or, first, No, though. even like even a one-score game out of the way. I don't remember off the top of my head, but that was still a one-score game. And I gave you have Kaepernick, but that was when Kaepernick was really good with the Niners. I mean, like That was his rookie had, season, wasn't it? I thought it was his second year. Second Cause, year, because I don't think he beat Alex Smith out of the job in his rookie year. No, and they traded. They traded Alex Smith midway through the years of the Chiefs. Well, no, he was still on the team. He was there, but he got injured. The Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And so um, Kaepernick took his spot. But, but still, no, like... I totally get it, and you totally. I mean, I just we do. I I still think that you have to look at that and think. I still, for me, even without a Purdy or without even a quarterback in the end. The Eagles are really, really good. But if we had a guy like, let me see. I don't know. I I'm, I was saying this yesterday during the game. I was telling myself, man, I really miss Jimmy G right now. 
right. Like there. Jimmy could have won us that game. He's just he's just over there smiling on the fucking. I know, like and it's bum. like that's just ridiculous. And Kittle even looked at him like, "What? Like, what are you smiling about?" Yeah, like Kittle think, was looking at him. Do I think though, if Jimmy was fully healthy and he played that game, they win? I don't know. Is it closer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, is it a one-score game and goes down to the wire like the Buffalo? I mean, the Bengals game. Yeah. I don't know necessarily, yeah, he wins in the game, but he definitely makes it closer. Um, but still, man, I think Philly's – we're still it, – it's scary how good Philly is, and they're still – like their core is very young. Yeah, but they're lose. but Sanders is a free agent this offseason, isn't he? Yeah, but I bet they'll resign him. They will, but they're also losing five guys on their defensive line. Well, Fletcher you can't Cox, say losing – well, like they're in free agency, right? And so the guys that I looked at on the main, the main guys on Philly's roster that I looked at for like free agents, CJ Gardner Johnson's going to want a big contract. <laughs> for uh, those um, for those listening, Thatcher just flipped off his camera because yeah. you can see CJ Gardner Johnson because he was on the Saints last year, and then um, James Bradbury is a free agent. Yeah, dude, CD was like one of if not my favorite player um for the saints and uh cd deuce gardner johnson and then he came out like a week before we put they played the saints and he was like talking mad shit on the saints and like the whole organization i'm like dude are you kidding me like the only reason that he left nola is because the saints didn't want to pay him top safety money because guess what he's not a top safety like he's good, but I would not say he's a top five, top ten safety. In the league. I mean, Did look at the bright side. League in interceptions. That I was four way tie. And I still just don't. But like, you're you're sitting down as a GM. Would you pay him top five safety money? I'd pay him top ten, not top five. Yeah. Because I think he I mean, was wanting that elite tier. But look do you think bright- he tries to get a team to give him the elite tier and leave the Eagles and go maybe see if money? A team will pay him that top dollar? I think if they win the Super Bowl, yeah. Because at that point, you've won a Super Bowl, so now go chase money. Exactly. Zach, I mean, go two, ahead. Two things. One, look at the bright side, Thatcher. You got the Honey Badger and Marcus May now. Veteran of the game playing for Super Bowl winning team. Yeah. He's got a ring. I would rather have – but I would rather if you were offering me today our old core or the new core, I would rather have Marcus Williams and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Oh yeah, but they're they're both really good. Right. Uh, second Isn't thing Marcus is Williams on the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second thing is, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, and they want to re-sign C.J. Gardner Johnson, do they even have the damn cap space to do that? No. No. Well, no, and so. he's not going to be their priority signing. Miles Sanders is their priority, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, um, and like, and like the other thing is, is AJ Brown taking up much of that cap space? But you got Jalen, you got Jalen on a rookie contract. You got Devontae Smith on a rookie contract. So, and here's the thing is you're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts that money at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and let's not forget, boys, they do have a top five draft pick courtesy of the New Orleans Saints. And so. also, so I have this theory that, so it's been announced that J- Jason Kelsey is retiring after this season. That's what he said. Basically, no matter win or lose, he's retiring. And if CJ Garner Johnson leaves and Brett James Bradbury, which are two of their like elite corners, if they both leave, right, 
then Philly has has a lot of options here. They could go, they could, you know, look to get a cheaper guy in free agency. They could look to get somebody in the draft, maybe a Joey Porter, maybe a Clark Phillips, maybe somebody like that. But the thing that that Philly fans need to be wary of and need to like, because I mean, yeah, the secondary, you know, like all this stuff, right? Like the secondary is like extremely um, important. Uh, where is it? Philly free agents twenty twenty three. Um, no, not the Phillies. Oh, um, but I saw it. Like they have five guys on their defensive line who are entering free agency right now: Indomica Sue, Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Robert Quinn. I think that you resign if you can. You resign three of the five, if not two, mm-hmm. because. Well, three, you know, like I think three should be your aim. There's no way you're keeping all five and you're not going to keep four of the five. No. So, and you have an emerging guy in what's his face right now, Jalen. Oh, the guy from Georgia. Yes. Daniel or Daniel? Jordan Davis. No, Jordan Jordan Davis. Davis. Thank you. I know it started with a J. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you re signed three of those and then. Because the thing is, is Super Bowl teams always get picked apart in free agency or in the offseason, always. So, look at you know, the, I think... Look at the damn Rams, bro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think look at both teams, though, to be shaken up because I was talking with... Who was I talking to? I was talking to you, Zach, about how... Um, yeah, we talked about this last week. Pat Mahomes' contract comes into play next season. Yep. Yeah. And the 40... I mean, the the Chiefs, excuse me, are going to have to cut ties with a lot of players because they're paying Patrick Mahomes. And they already have a lot of players on free, like that are about to be free agents. Yeah. So, well, let's move on. Um, That's kind of our thoughts. um, Just one last thing. You said the chiefs have a lot of free agents, right? Orlando Brown jr. Which is a big one on the offensive line. Juju Smith-Schuster, Carlos Dunlap, Ronald Jones, Jarek McKinnon, McCall Hardman, Juan Thornhill. Mm-hmm. Um, Thornhill's been hurt, though, this whole year. Yeah. Uh, Dion Bush, Tommy Townsend. Yeah, they're going to be – They're gonna be, it's going to be a struggle, though. But, hey, they're in the Super Bowl, so. Okay, um, Bengals-Chiefs. Now, the funny oh, thing is – Oh, my God. This, yeah, this one hurt. This one hurt. Um, I didn't get to watch the game, so. Yeah. Um, horrible goddamn refing. That's something else we need to talk about is horrible officiating in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, it was um, on prime display last night. Yeah, and, like, I watched the whole game. Dasha watched the whole game. Like, so many BS calls. That- Some of the BS not called. Roughing the passer on Joe Burrow on like their what second to last drive. I think one of the worst calls though was that PI that was called uh, on Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton, that was horrible. That and I played, I played the corner position, not PI. I've never been called for that shit. Like that's clean defense. You're you're not interfering. You're putting his hand on your shoulder and diving. Like, dude, that's just. That's just I mean, defense. Dude, like I don't get, I don't understand how to pi. Like, sure, your arms are blocked, but at the same time, he's in front of him. I mean, I know that this is college football, but Clark Phillips made that same exact play in the Pac-12 championship against USC, and it was not called. 
still the same rule. They exactly. Still the same rule. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was just the refs were on the Chiefs' side the whole damn game. Yes, I agree. However, you have to look. You know, when you look at the in the big picture, the Bengals had a chance to go in the game, and they oh yeah the game. And so that's what that's what I have to look at is like both quarterbacks got a chance to go take their team down the field and win the game. Now Joe was placed way farther back than Mahomes was. Joe was at like oh, yeah. fifteen or no the seven yard line so you know i don't expect him to go all the way but you look at joe had little over two minutes made a play two minute warning and then you go three and out after the two minute warning and give the ball back to kansas city yeah and that's where that's where i'm bummed out because i'm like joe joe had his chance to go and win the game and they gave it back to patrick and patrick went and won the game yeah, well, that's also that's just also good defensive calling too. Like everybody, you know, expects a pass, especially when it's inside two minutes. Like, which is funny because I probably would have run the ball a couple times. Well, here's the other thing too: is that run? They're both teams' run games were non-existent. Like literally, Cincinnati's reading rusher was Joe Burrow with 30 yards. Isaiah Pincheo, 10, 10 carries, twenty six yards. This is an air. Sorry, excuse me. An air raid game. Like, seriously. Like, Joe Burrow, 26 for 41. 270 yards, one touchdown, two INTs. One IT wasn't on his fault. Uh, that, that, was, was per- that was a good play. The one that got that, batted and caught. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's perfect ball placement. That just covered well, really well. Right, I believe that was right after the whole uh, Jamar. Was or whole was scramble. Was it no, T or is... Jamar that got hit right in the head with the ball because he didn't catch it, and Joe threw it literally perfect accuracy. No, you're right. That was Jamar. Yeah, that was Jam- right Jamar, after that play. Jamar was out of position too, but um, and then you got the other side with Mahomes, who had a clean game, like 29 for 43, 226 yards, two touchdowns. One of them was actually not Travis. Like one of them was Travis Kelsey, but not both of them. Like last week. Yeah. But I, um, yeah. I think Mark. Mark. I think MVS had really. Like probably the best game of being on the Chiefs. Well, and honest. I think one of the biggest plays of the game was that um that I know that they ended up I think that they ended up punting, right? Because they went backwards, but that mm-hmm. Pacheco um that Pacheco run where he broke like three tackles and still yeah, got like off of three dudes at oh. the same time. Okay, I have to say he's really good though. He's, he's small really good though. He's I mean, so small. I don't get how you do that. Darren Sproles. Yeah. Look at Darren Sproles, man. I think that they're going to be happy. Well, is CEH only has a couple more, a year or two left, technically, on this contract? I think they trade him. If you can, or you yeah. cut him. I mean, who, I mean, would what team right now is that needy that they would give up draft capital for CEH? <clears throat> Jaguars. Mm hmm. Yeah, but like, do you need to trade away stuff for CEH when you have ETN? They would who's be a good one who's too. The second guy. Uh, uh, um. It's not it Agnew. Hasty? It's Hasty. Yeah, it's Hasty. Michael. Hasty. No, they don't need him. They don't need him. Yeah, I think I just I I do think though that the CEH is time in Buffalo is gone, um, which really bums me out. I'm Buffalo, Casey. Really bums me out because he was really fun to watch on the LSU team, but I think his draft stock got elevated because he was on that LSU team. 
um, yeah. that was like arguably the greatest college football team of all time. Clyde Edwards-Alaire running back with Joe Burrow. What you up to? <laughs> but they don't need him. Uh, Joe Mason. I know. I know. I mean, I would. Uh, argue... They're losing. They're they're losing Samaji P. Ryan though. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I doubt they extend him because he's just too old. There was um, heading into free agency. Jesse Bates is a free agent. Yeah, they'll resign him back. They'll need him back. Um, Bengals have a lot. Have a good amount of cap space. They're yeah, not they're... cap hell. So, um, what do you guys think about that uh, late penalty that led to a leading field goal? Yeah, I mean, it it's a couple things. My thoughts are, yes, that that really put the nail in the coffin because also when you look at how the field goal ended up, like he only had maybe five extra yards on that kick. So if they don't get that 15, I don't think he makes that field goal. No. Um, but also it's in the, you also the still moment. had, you still also have one time down. too. He had such a, Osai had such a good game before that. Like, I just, I don't think that you can walk away and be like, that's your fault. No. Now, in the end, was that penalty his fault? Yes. But was the whole reason they lost the game his fault? And it made me really sad to see. The worst part was is after the game, you know, and they're, like, doing all the pans of, like, the Chiefs celebrating, and then they pan to him, like, crying on the bench. I'm like, oh, hate that. Do you guys also see that in the, when the Bengals were headed to the locker room afterward, one of the players was like, this was Why'd my, you last, touch this the my last fucking year. Why did you have to touch the quarterback? Yeah, I was that's actually. About, I was literally about to bring that up too. I think that's um, garbage. Yeah, uh, Jermaine Pratt, by the way, was that player. Really, really that he's a really good player, but like, why, why shit on the second year player for a simple mistake? The second when, year player who's playing his ass off, by the way. Yeah, like he had the best game on their whole defense, other than Mike Hilton. Like, I don't know what else I could say. Like, you just can't say that. I get you won a Super Bowl and you're freaking hungry for that and want to get a ring, but like you can't say that shit. Yeah, and uh, Micah Parsons actually commented on it and said that this is some bullshit. Yeah, so did your slice. Yeah, it's so bad. But um, anyway, I was literally about to bring this up because there's an article that just got released as we're recording this saying that he regressed his reaction to Joseph Asai. And saying, I was in the moment. I was wrong. I would say I was wrong. As a man, you can look yourself in the mirror and I say I was wrong. I wasn't a great teammate in that moment. That doesn't define me as a man. Um, it's the reaction that anybody that has has that to competitor. You know what? That was stake in the moment. I love this game. No doubt about it. But if you love the game, like when you're talking about this game, your team is your brothers. You guys are family. You guys work as one. So I don't know. I I think the only reason why Jermaine Pratt really responded to this is because of all the, the all the stuff that was, yeah the hate all the comments by fans all the comments by players like and that's you just, just can't do that you just can't like especially if it's gonna go viral and you see this stuff and it's just it's wrong like and it hurts your like reputation as a player um. But yeah, like after like when Osai was being interviewed, BJ Hill was sitting next to him the whole time, and that's yeah, that's I love to see that. Actually, um, no, he's a he's a rookie. Actually, Osai is a rookie, isn't he? I think I want to. He's say playing in his second year, though. He's I, oh no, you know what? He was hurt because this is his first like full season playing. Um, but um, yeah, I just yeah, I don't you know. just 
you can't do that. And, you know, I understand that maybe in the heat of the moment, but then look at Osai's play. The play that caused the penalty was in the heat of the moment too. So yeah, I think like you can't tell where Silent is because you're chasing a guy. Right. And, you know, it, it, it sucks. It's just a crappy situation overall. And I think that hopefully they get it resolved. I think that the Bengals should still be favorites to go to the AFC Championship next year. Yeah, I'm, do you get rid of Jermaine Pratt? No, yeah, no. so. I think that you uh, sit, you put the two in a room and say, figure your shit out. Or you're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Caleb, I have a quick question for you. Going back yeah. to San Fran and Philly, That's, I was just about to go back to that, but what's up? Um, since you guys have made last three out of the four championship games, you've lost four with Shanahan one one. Do you? That math Niners- isn't mathing. That math isn't mathing. We've won, lost two of them, and we've won one of them. Okay, Mister. That math fan. isn't mathing. Um, do you move on from Shanahan? No, if you got no. Can you no. let me fucking finish? Jesus fuck. Seriously, do you move on from Shanahan next year if you make it to the championship and lose? No, Shanahan. I'm gonna say this: Shanahan and Lynch have revitalized the San Francisco, like, like San Francisco, like, um. Like the team, they have absolutely made this team great. Like they have, they have the pieces. They have the pieces to win a Super Bowl. The thing that I'm always worried about when it comes to big games with Kyle, though, is he's too conservative. Like he always decides, like he's like, oh, like if we have a Super Bowl example, Super Bowl 2010, 20 to 10, let's run the football and run the clock out. And then when the run game isn't working or the pass game isn't working and you can't get first downs, you can't let the clock run, you can't do all this stuff, you turn the ball over, you punt, then that gives the other team the opportunity to score when your defense, if your defense can't stop them. And so, but no, I think the Niners have found like their franchise head coach right now in Shanahan. And I mean, because, you know, the Niners went from, I, I'm, I try to forget this, but we were we had Chip Kelly, and we were awful. We were awful. From the fact you guys had uh, CJ Burton and yep, all those players, we were awful. We did not have a good team, and so you know to go from being bottom bottom of the pack basically to being in the NFC Championship three out of the last four years. Shanahan has really turned this team around, man. And last year, by the way, he made it to the NFC Championship game. We lost by three, and we were 11 players down. Fun fact. And one play away from pretty much sealing the deal, and he dropped the pick. If Tart Tart doesn't drop that, we win. And so, so no. I don't think the Niners are going to move on from Shanahan. And plus, he just signed a six-year extension like two years ago. I think you keep Shanahan as long as Shanahan wants to stay there. Yeah. Yeah, unless shit goes down, obviously, then that's a whole different story. Yeah, unless like some random stuff. I also, vibes, also but... with the front office stuff, I think we're going to hold on to Adam Peters, who's our assistant GM right now. I think we're going to promote Lynch to a different position, and then we're going to move Adam Peters to, G- to GM. That's what I think we're going to do. Saying we as you're on the team. Bro. Yeah, you give me this shit too, Caleb. I got you back, bitch. Well, who gave who gave it to us? Who gave us that first, um, Thatcher? 
Don't ever say we when you're referring to a team that you cheer for. Shout out to Bill Riley. Riley. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so, (laughs) um, yeah, no, just kind of going on that. Um, I mean, I think that there are only, I think that there's only, I would argue maybe only one team that wouldn't take Kyle Shanahan in their, as their coach. And that's the, uh, and that's the Kansas city chiefs. Yeah. I think maybe no they, shit. I think, I mean, yeah, but I'm telling you every other team, probably not the Eagles either. Yeah. I was about to say, I'm like Sirianni. They, but they like I mean, him. yeah, he turned around this year. I mean, maybe now, maybe, you know, like New York says no, cause they got a good thing rolling with Dable, but like, I think almost any other team would take him. So I think that you keep him as long as he wants to be there. I agree. Um, I also just, so an article just came out. By the way, I was meaning to bring this up. But an article just came out after the game with the against the Eagles yesterday. An anonymous 49ers player said, I felt like once Purdy got hurt, someone at the league called down and said, make sure the Eagles get to the Super Bowl and not them. That's stupid. I'm sorry. That's stupid. And dude, you're down. You're down to your fourth string quarterback against the number one team in the NFC. I'm sorry. That's a stupid accusation, bro. But here's the thing, though. Would you want Josh Johnson in the Super Bowl? No, but I think that Purdy would be fit by then. I mean, he was fit enough to be walking around after. So I think that I'm sorry. I'm not buying that. He couldn't feel the nerves in his hand, apparently. Yeah. Uh, this is what just, Bradshaw was just, saying. This just came in. Brock Purdy has suffered a torn UCL that will sideline him for six months per source. So he's going to be probably recovering for the whole offseason, basically. Yep. Okay. Well, so. maybe it would have been Jimmy G then if he made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And also, the Josh Johnson story would have been cool, too. Like, if you think about it, like, do I want him in a Super Bowl? No. But the story of a fourth string quarterback playing in a Super Bowl. I mean, and look at his career is insane. The amount of teams that he's been on. And 13. The way he's got, 13. Right. So, so I'm not buying that for a second. I mean, the Eagles were, I think I picked the Eagles beforehand because I think that the Eagles were the better team, anyways. Purdy fully healthy. Every, both rosters fully healthy. I like the Eagles, anyways. But I don't know. I think that people get desperate after yeah. they lose. I'm sorry, like, and that's no shot at the 49ers in general. I think in general, I mean, it's just, it's just desperation. And I, I don't like, and then I don't like all the Twitter stuff going on afterwards. I'm like, like the thing that you sent us with, um, who was it? Uh, Thibodeau and Warner. Was it Thibodeau and yeah. Warner or Thibodeau and Armstead? No, it was Thibodeau and Armstead. And I'm just like, dude, you guys both lost. Shut up. Like, they're both Oregon boys though, too. So. Yeah, but I'm just like I'm sorry, but like you both lost. What does it matter? Like, and then also, do you see? Do you see Kayvon? By the way, this is where I got mad at Kayvon last night. He went against. He went. He went after Joe Staley. You don't. And he doesn't. Even, he said he doesn't even know who he is. Joe Staley, one of the best left tackles of all time. Not Joe Staley. Oh my God, this dude! Eh, swear to God, Kayvon is just a. He's just a drama queen. He just tries to start shit. And yeah, I can't stand I mean, it. I personally can't stand him. But I think that everybody else who responds to that only feeds into it. Like, I've always believed that, that 
you only the person who's going to start stuff like that and stir the pot you only give them satisfaction if you give in and like start talking back with them that's when they like it so i just think that i don't know i think overall the two i do think that regardless of the the refereeing and the officiating in the Bengals game i still think that listen we got the two best teams in the super bowl i i would argue this is these are the two best teams i still feel like maybe buffalo or uh, Cincinnati have the better overall roster, but two best teams and shout out to the fact that this is the first Super Bowl in the history to have two African American quarterbacks. So I think that's which pretty is crazy awesome. to think. That it's is really crazy, crazy to think. But think about how many white quarterbacks in the NFL that there have been. Yeah. You know. Name it the top five quarterbacks, many people will argue are all white. So Montana. Montana. Marina, not my Marina. Marino's five at best. Brady, Manning, obviously Marino. Um, both Mannings. Both Mannings. We're going to put Eli up there too. Is there another name Tom- that you guys are missing? He beat Tom Brady twice. There's another name that you guys are both missing. Thomas Edward Brady the third. Said no, there's still another name. Breeze. Missing. Breeze. Yeah. Breeze is a top five quarterback ever, all time. Sorry, but. Um, so anyways, we're going to take a quick break, um, and then we'll come back, talk about a little bit of some other news involving coaching and maybe our thoughts on like the Pro Bowl and stuff. So we will be right back.